0: Hi, I'm Chud X. And I'm Lanny. And this is The World As It Is Today. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to The World As It Is Today. This is episode nine?
1: Nine. Nine. Yeah.
0: We're nine in, and we've made zero prog- progress so far, huh?
1: Yeah, uh, we're still the same assholes as we were when we started.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting with conversations like we've been having... Uh, I feel like, you know, we can talk on something like um, like uh, homeschool or home birth or uh, homesteading. I guess they're all home things. A lot
1: of home. That's
0: a theme. <laughs> uh, homies. Um, well, we'll talk about it for an hour, and then afterwards, uh, within an hour, I'm like, man, we just barely scratched the surface on that. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about something yet again different today, even though I do see us circling back around and talking about a lot of these subjects we've already covered again. Uh it was brought to my attention uh the fact that I don't have a smartphone um recently. Uh
1: wait you didn't know you didn't have a smartphone?
0: Uh it was uh I, I forget about it. <laughs> I forget that um I forget that um it's weird not to have a smartphone. Yeah. Um it uh it's something, you know, I, I, I just feel like I want to um, explain why I don't have a smartphone and see if I can make a little more sense of it um, because, I don't know, it's 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 a surprisingly um, uh, small minority of people who don't have smartphones. Uh, my whole life I've I've done things that I feel like put me in a small minority of people, whether it be like the type of music that I listen to, or the movies that I watch, or you know, just other other you know, really surrogate, superficial things. And I feel like I'm alone. Or, or actually, let's put it the other direction: things I don't partake in. Uh, you know, like a television series Lost. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, Did you I ever, never watched. You didn't watch it. it either. We're
1: on the same page on this. What you're, what you're getting we're, into. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you've never seen Star Wars. I've
1: never seen Star Wars. <laughs> um,
0: yes, exactly. It's the it's the concept. Of, and I don't know if it works with Star Wars for you, um, but like for instance, when Lost was at all in all of its rage, and uh, you know, uh, me and my friends we didn't have cable or what, however people watch that, but it was out on DVD, and uh, it seemed like at a certain point everyone had seen Lost except for me, and then you wait like ten years after everyone's quit talking about it, then you bring it up again and there's a good chance you will be in a room with 20 people and half of them never watched Lost. But you you feel like in the time, because so many people do, I think a lot of people keep their mouths shut when people are talking about Mm -hmm. a TV show or something. You know, Sopranos would be another example.
1: Uh That's something I've
0: never watched.
1: Never watched it.
0: But people mostly did at least at one point in time. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, whether you were an anarchist or an Architect, <laughs> you know, like it didn't, you know, like people from all across the spectrum loved certain TV shows. And you can feel really left out when you're not a part of it. I don't. I kind of I kind of get off on it a little bit. You know, like there's like a, a, a huge um you know uh, phenomenon in, in in pop culture, and I can just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um and not having a phone seems like it could be the same thing but uh i don't know i i have a really hard time imagining that in 10 years from now when people just don't have smartphones anymore cuz they're i don't know whatever in the metaverse or using their watches or 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 chips
1: chips their chips chip implanted i don't
0: know whenever you know the fad of the cell phone that's being held in the in the palm of the hand i feel like at that point i would say yeah i i never had one of those and a bunch of people are gonna be like, yeah, I never, I never bought into that either. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I don't, for instance, in our sphere of podcasting, I kind of think there's a general understanding that a lot of podcasters that talk about these kinds of things have, that like the smartphone's not, not great. It's not a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a good tool but that it's also being used to collect all our data. And, you know. I think
1: feel like people think that they waste time on it unnecessarily, that they know, might not waste if they didn't have that just handy.
0: And you might hear a discussion where it's like, oh, it's making us less smart because we can always just look things up. I mean, we've even talked we've about, talked
1: about uh, that. Or how you don't have phone numbers memorized anymore that you right, used to. That's
0: what we were really yeah. directly talking about. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. Does anybody besides me not have a smartphone. I mean, like I know one guy who's uh, who's like a anti-war um, liberal, you know, like Bernie guy or whatever. And he when I met him like two years ago, he we found out that we both didn't have smartphones and it's like, oh, that's really cool, man. And, you know, only to come to find out that he doesn't have a smartphone. Yes. But he has a uh, I don't know, some kind of tablet thing. It's just like a bigger cell phone is the way I see it. That he, you know, carries around with him and listens to podcasts and is always connected to Wi-Fi and you know, it's kinda just the same thing. As as to me it's no it's no different.
1: Well, I have to say you're sitting next to someone who also doesn't have a smartphone. Right. So we don't have smartphones. And I should I think we should make sure everyone knows that we never had smartphones. Right. And we didn't give something up. So we never got a smartphone. Like either each of us had cell phones separately when we met. We still have, s- like, we've never combined our plans. We still have separate cell phones. Mm-hmm. And it's like a pay-per-month thing that has voice and text, and we have really old phones. And if we had to go replace those phones, I'm not sure if they would be hard to find anymore or if you can still just grab one at Walmart like we did last time.
0: Yeah.
1: But the difference between you and I is that I have a black mirror smart device. I have an iPod touch. Mm -hmm. And an iPod touch is usually used for music, but I think a lot of people get them for their kids when they don't want them to have smartphones yet too. Because it can be used for anything you would use an iPhone with except for making calls. So you can use it to download apps like Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Um, You can use them to search the web. And it's all in that compact size, like people. It looks like a phone, and it um, it takes pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use it for my podcast, listening to podcasts and taking photos and Instagram. But the big difference between that my iPod Touch and anybody else's cell phone is that if I'm not connected to a Wi-Fi source, then it's just a camera, or a calculator, or a flashlight. It's not. It can't, you can't get online. You can't use your your apps.
0: That's that's really the big difference. Is people have? I, I'm asking this as a question. Oh, people sure. with a smartphone have access to the internet all the time. Is that yeah?
1: So I think anybody who has a smartphone also has a plan. Some I don't understand this because I've never done it. So mm-hmm. if somebody knows more than us and they want to set us straight, please write us an email. But if you, I think you have a plan that has a certain amount of data, and then that's a certain amount of whatever. Like, you remember how internet used to be where you paid, or if you people had plans where it wasn't just a thing you had. If you go over a certain amount, like this. downloading or whatever, so that when they're not yeah, connected... I remember
0: people saying, like, ah, oh, I paid for X amount of whatever uh, space, and then uh, we watched two movies on Netflix, and we used it up for the month.
1: Right, and I remember our good friend um, had was kind of out of range and there was no internet carriers at his house and he was and, having that same problem. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so he was searching for a different way to do it. Cause there's like, he has a teenager in his house and there's no way you're not going to be going over that every month. Just, you know, watching, YouTube watching or YouTube or, or, or whatever. whatever, you know? But, um, I think for me, the biggest difference that I notice is that I don't have the crutch of staring at a screen when I'm out in public waiting for something. Most other people are standing in line and they look down at their phone and they, you, it seems like it's when people start to feel self-conscious, it's the way I used to feel when I would light a cigarette, when Mm -hmm. I was waiting in line outside of a building, Mm -hmm. if I felt like uncomfortable or nervous, I wanted something to do, I would smoke a cigarette. Sure. I don't smoke anymore and I don't have an iPhone. Everybody else is either puffing a vaporizer and looking at their iPhone (laughs) (laughs) or, or just looking at their phone or calling somebody, but usually just looking at their phone. Right. Right. And, um, at home though, I have my iPod connected to the internet. And the purpose of this is that if I get an email, I can see that notification sooner than I would if I was going to then sit down at the laptop at a certain time and look like we used to. And so like, I'll see, more, and I'll see, um, communications from people in more real time than you will, because you won't see communications from people unless you go and sit down at the computer. Right. Which... and, and, that happens a couple times. Once in the morning, every, before mor- work.
0: every morning, and sometimes and after sometimes work. Sometimes after and then work. Sprinkled throughout, especially a day off. You know, uh, if I'm working on a project, I might need a YouTube video to help me uh, look at a situation or something. Or if, you're, know, or if gonna, you're
1: waiting for a message, you're going to jump on sure. to check. Yeah, for there's it. there's yeah. other
0: other things that get me looking at it. Uh, okay, that's all really interesting. I want to talk about that more. Okay, but I want to back up mm-hmm. just a little bit first and um and ask the question of how did I get here how, how did um how did I wind up not being a part of the smartphone phenomena and it's uh it's it's kind of simple if you um, if you know if you know my life <laughs> my interests throughout life um, I think a I think a starting point is that um, because music ties a lot into this for me um I was into trading tapes, you you brought that up once. In a, cassette, in a, cassette tapes. Trading cassette tapes, yeah. and I was into this in the mid to late '90s.
1: Audio cassette tapes.
0: Audio cassette tapes <laughs> with uh, music on them. Yeah. Um, which I got into from, you know, looking at you look at like old '90s punk zines, things like Slug and Lettuce was like a big one um, that I used a lot. Um, off cycle. Um, the Grimoire of Exalted Deeds. Maybe there wasn't tape trading in that one. If anybody knows what that is, uh, right on. Um, but uh, anyway, you know these these you know stapled together black and white uh, punk zines where people would interview local bands from wherever they're at, and um, you know put together a couple couple articles um, about different different things. Usually anarchist topics. You know maybe some stuff about growing food and things like that. And then in the back there'd always be these like classified ads that were uh, people looking to mostly to trade tapes. And
1: can you tell us what what uh, years these were? Like what are around what time? Like ni- ninety
0: five to two thousand. Okay. For me. All right. And g- and there would be like ten years prior to that. Okay. Right. Um, and what this would consist of is um, you know like once I was into it, like I had. Um, like a compilation tape that I made over and over again, that had s- like single songs from you know ninety different bands on on this this uh, hundred and twenty minute cassette tape that uh, I would dub over and over again. I had a cover for it, and um, it was all you know essentially rare. Punk rock stuff, like a cover you
1: made, like you xeroxed it. Yeah, like I xeroxed it at uh, Kinkos or whatever.
0: Put it together, and you know, good luck to anyone putting that on and trying to figure out what's actually playing, because a lot of those songs are like a minute and a half long. Yeah. And you know, like it was all listed. I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to be pretty diligent to just like if someone walked in and said, "Hey, what are you listening to?" For you to pick up the cover and say, "What that is." But the point of it was, is it was it had a ton of different band names that. People who were also into tape trading knew, right? So, so I'd look in these classified ads and I'd see there's someone who says, um, you know, looking for death grind uh, and psychedelic tape trades. Here's my address.
1: So this isn't an organization. This is like a personal ad that somebody placed in one yeah, of these And, ads. and okay.
0: every one of these are individual people cool. saying they're looking to trade tapes. I would send them that compilation and a list that I had printed out of all of my tapes and, oh, okay. and CDs and records. And, you know, like it was it was like a little database that I kept on a little old, you know, it was like an IBM or Texas Instruments, you know, computer with like the green text on it or whatever. yeah, okay. It was just a file and it was just, you know, just words that I I kept in alphabetical order that said, uh, you know, hundreds of bands and the individual recordings that I had of them. And I would send them that tape and that. And then they would write back and say, oh, awesome, dude. You know, here's here. I made you a tape. I thought you might like these bands. I didn't see them on your list. I would like to hear these bands and list off stuff that was on my list. And then I would get out a a, a new blank cassette and I would make them a nice tape of whatever it was that they wanted. And I'd send that in the mail. And they would get it. And maybe I'd make a cover for it. I spent a lot of time at Kinko's. They're not Kinko's, but the copy source. was oh, our yeah. local place. And, um, you know, I'd make covers. I'd, I'd, you know, if I had the original, if they were asking for something that I had the original, like the seven inch record of, mm-hmm. you know, I'd usually like try and shrink, you know, photocopy and shrink that down small enough that I could put it all into a, to a regular envelope uh, with the cassette that I eventually I would mail off. And you know maybe other things like stickers and stuff like that, just crap that I had around, a little bit of artwork or something like that. And then they would, you know, it would it would just go back and forth like mm-hmm. that. I and they they would have sent me a list. I would have told them what I want. They'd send me stuff back. The better you do with the individuals, I don't know. I had a bunch of friends like this, sprinkled mostly throughout the United States. Uh, one or two in Canada. Uh, a couple in in Mexico. Um, and like even one guy over in the Czech Republic, uh, uh, a couple guys in London, and you know, it was like the way it was kind of to me, it was the only way that you could find all the music, not the shit that they have in the store and not the shit that you can get from catalogs, but going the next level beyond that. And you know it's it's how I got into some bands that I don't even like like anymore but I could tell you oh yeah excreted alive <laughs> from from fucking Spain you know they they put out like two albums in 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 the mid 90s yeah I got those man you know <laughs> like whatever but it was like it was a hobby and I was really into it and I spent I spent you know at least a couple hours every day just making tapes I uh, I I'd go to the the copy shop you know once a week, I'm spending two hours there just photocopying crap and, you know, cutting things and, you know, making it, it was just a, it was a hobby and maybe even a form of art as I'm describing it now. Yeah, I you never know, would have considered it that at the time.
1: Well, you used your skills that you honed during that time to, um, to bag your, your first wife, <laughs> which is me. Cause, cause,
0: Cause I made you a tape.
1: You made me a tape. <laughs> like after we had our first like date thing, when we hung out the next time. Chud brought me a, a mixtape. It was uh it was the cover of it was the the, the best of bread, the band bread, and uh, I thought for a moment that he was giving me the best of bread for a tape. And I was like, oh, that's nice. uh. But then it was a mixtape, and he also made macaroni and cheese from oh, scratch. I did. I did,
0: and the whole reason I did the bread thing was because I've always had the theory that if you ever want to get laid, you just like play a lot of bread. <laughs> And like, you are going to get, you're going to get whatever you want.
1: <laughs> Why you know is that? Are they love songs? Oh, like, they're I all don't like, even love know. Songs. I would know this. baby. Songs. I'm a want oh, you yeah, okay. baby. I'm a need you. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that's, no, I, I hate bread.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, it worked for you. You totally got laid. <laughs> uh,
0: um, well, okay. So that was like a, a, a deep description of what tape trading was or was to me, um, other people probably had different spins on it. If anybody listening to this ever traded tapes back then in the way that I'm talking, uh, shoot me an email. Uh, I would love to know, I don't know, I'd, I'd love to talk to someone else that's interested in such a, such a subject. But the reason that I talk about that, I'm talking about cell phones here, or smartphones more specifically, was um, I had a immediate rejection of something that took the world by storm, and that was Napster. Um, when Napster, like, I don't know, I'm thinking like 2003 is when I remember like really hearing about that, like um, that concept and stuff like that. It might is have that? been a little before that. A little before yeah. that. Um, it, it like kind of pissed me off. And One thing I will say more about the back in the tape trading days is you have no idea how many normies would hear what I do and their immediate response was isn't that illegal? Because you're not supposed to You're to, not supposed
1: to dub. You're yeah, not supposed, you're not to, supposed, to, supposed to dub. Yeah. Like
0: uh, like a surprisingly high number of people would just respond that way and that always fucking pissed me off. And because we were at never doing anything but promoting bands. Oh, By yeah. doing this, we were expanding everybody anybody who has ever had their music traded on tape got a new fan. It was pretty much the way that sure. worked. And, um, so then when this Napster thing rolled around and people were going, Hey dude, did you know there's this way that you can get any music anytime? I'm like, yeah, I already, I already, I already have that network. Um, of, of course I was lying through my teeth in a way because I was also a little upset that this Napster stuff was taking away from the, from, from the tape trading community. And it was kind of fading out cause they were all discovering what, I should have been discovering at that time, but instead I was kind of being bullheaded and being like, no, fuck this shit. Like you're making it too easy. Uh, If I was, if I was smart, I should have said, you're taking away the art form of it. (laughs) Except I never really thought of that art form aspect till now.
1: There is something really magical about making a tape and the time that goes into it and thinking about it because you have to play it to record it. So you're listening to that thing that you're recording for someone else to hear later. You're putting your energy into it differently than, like then making a playlist, oh, for instance.
0: absolutely. There's a very personal touch and aspect there. But then there's also like, I mean, you hear a lot of people like our age will say, oh, kids don't know today the the way it feels to have to go all the way to a record store to get an album. And if there's a specific album that you want, it might not be there. And you might have to wait months or years before you'll get the one that you want. Well, this this had an aspect of that, too, of that, you know, you know, sometimes you send off tapes that you you'll never hear from that person again. Mm-hmm. You know, like you 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 know, it kinda made it it was fun. It was like every day there was something in the mail.
1: And it would be like <laughs> the honor system that they would send it back to you. Oh, hundred like, percent so honor system. You might not get one from somebody or you might get extra stuff or Yeah. Yeah, and it might take longer than you think and it's exciting when you it check was, the mail.
0: It was very much what you put into it. You get out of it if you make a nice package for someone, give them everything they want and more, and you do it in a timely manner. They're gonna return that favor. They'll be excited when they get their package, and they'll they'll like listen to your tapes and immediately go into and, and reading your letter. You know, because there's always a handwritten letter within each of these too. They you read your letter and find out what you want to hear, and then they're excited to make you a tape. I don't know, uh, but. Uh, I don't want to focus on that anymore. I want to say this, this, this Napster thing pissed me personally off in a real, I don't know. um, eh, Kids these days, you know, I was only like, you know, in my, my mid to early twenties, but I was, I was, you know, I was doing this, like you guys are making it too easy. You're taking the fun out of it. Mm -hmm. And I stepped totally away from that. And I never, ever downloaded shit for, for years. I have now. Um, but still not much, but still not that much. Um, it really, it really, um, I don't know. It just, it didn't, it kind of, you know, a, another example of this to take it into a different topic would be like that movie grindhouse mm-hmm. remember that came out yeah. at like uh
1: Robert Rodriguez
0: yeah um or, Quentin well, Tarantino like, or something I was really into a genre of movies you could call drive-in or grindhouse right. movies yeah, before I mean, that
1: that's what we had and, in common when we met
0: and I felt all of a sudden when that movie came out like everyone was like oh you like grindhouse movies? I love grindhouse movies. It's like, no, you don't. We would have known this about each other. If we knew each other before that, you it was know, like, like they
1: watched a documentary about grindhouse. Movies. Right. I right.
0: And, and you know, luckily that was like a short lived too
1: Yeah.
0: It didn't stick around that people were into grindhouse movies, but it probably would have driven me out of liking to watch those old Italian and, and, and exploitation films and stuff like that. When it would have made me just go, that's not my thing, but instead it's still my hobby today. Um, but, uh, with that around that same time as, as Napster was coming out, uh, me and a close friend, um, we bought ourselves a Nintendo, uh, an NES classic, uh, what do you call it? The, just the first Nintendo. The first
1: Nintendo yeah. The Nintendo entertainment system.
0: One that you like slid the game inside of and closed a hatch. And we were really stoked. It was like super fun. Mind you, again, this is like, you know, 2002, 2003, something like that. And that was old technology. I don't remember what was new at the time. Dude, but
1: 2002 is 20 years ago.
0: That was 20 years ago.
1: Oh, my God. It's, pro- it's been, I was like, that's not that long ago in my head.
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, it's been longer since this time than it had been since the Nintendo came out. Oh, yeah. At uh, that time. Wow. But the Nintendo was like well over ten years old. It and was
1: old and crusty and a people couple, had uh, moved on to past Nintendo's. Play, yeah, Xbox. And, you
0: know, GameCubes, I don't know, whatever was out at the time. And with a cutting-edge technology like that, a lot of people like to be like, I'm on top, I'm on the newest stuff. And we found that these old Nintendo games were super fun. Neither of us had too many of them when we were kids. We both had Nintendo's and we both had, you know, Mario Brothers. And but all of a sudden We realized, crap, like every thrift store has maybe not hundreds, but they have they've got tens of these games and they're giving them away for twenty five cents a pop, you know, and we just started buying all of them.
1: You were the sweet spot between when it was popular to when then it was like retro and popular again. I've
0: still got cartridges today that I've looked on eBay and people are paying five and six hundred dollars that I bought at 25 cents, you know, or four for a dollar or, yeah. you know, something like that. And I realized how much fun the Nintendo was while everyone else was getting into to the Xbox. Um, and I laughed at everyone who was getting into Xbox because an Xbox costs $300 and the games cost $60 a pop. I have a machine that we paid, <laughs> you know, like the two of us went in on it together. I think it was like 20 bucks or something. It was like refurbished. You know, so it worked good, and um, you
1: just have uh, to blow on it.
0: Yeah, just have to blow on it, and um, and and we we really enjoyed these games, and I never really progressed past that until, uh, you know, after after you more with my with my son, I got into to more modern gaming,
1: new Nintendo,
0: new Nintendo stuff, um, but between tape trading. And getting into these old video games, as well as uh, a band that I had at that time, an experimental noise band uh, called Tapeworm, um, we did everything on tape. We, we, uh, we used reel to reel tapes that we would record uh, like rock and roll songs onto, uh, like Inagata DeVito, we'd record that onto a reel to reel, and then we would take scissors and scotch tape. And cut it up into little segments and uh, loop them back on themselves, and play these tape loops and do all this like layering all all on analog tape, and it was like super fun, you know. That was that was the hobby of all hobbies. It replaced my tape trading entirely. Uh, we would maybe uh, listen back to our stuff. That was with the same guy I bought the Nintendo with that we did all this tape stuff. We'd maybe play Nintendo after recording all night and uh, listen back to what we did and play some Nintendo. So we were like living in this like bubble where we're going, man, we it feels like we're we're we got the whole world to ourselves because no one cares about this stuff that we're doing. And it's all cheap and free. We you know, like we wanted reel to reel tape. So we'd put ads out in the in the classifieds that would say. Have old reel-to-reels. We'll take them off your hands. And people would call us up and then give us boxes and boxes of a free tape. And you'd, and they all had stuff on them. You'd be able to listen to people recording freaking TV shows. Uh, somewhere down, I, I have uh, 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 a, a reel-to-reel tape of the moon landing in the phone call from Nixon. I should pull that out. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. I haven't <laughs> thought about that in years. I, I got it here somewhere, though. Um <clears throat> Even though I got rid of a lot of that stuff, I I pretty sure I held on to that one. Um, holy shit! I gotta pull that out. <laughs> <laughs> I just got excited. Um, but yeah, so so like me and this one other friend in particular, like we were like living in this weird bubble where we were off from the technology world by at least ten or twenty years.
1: And maybe by waiting to consume that technology that was once very popular, you waited until it was affordable. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like the world was your playground.
0: Yeah, because you know nobody wanted this shit anymore. Uh, you know, real to real tapes at one point were all the fucking l- freaking rage.
1: If you wanted to do that at that time, you wouldn't have. You'd have been a rich kid. Yeah,
0: yeah you, we would have had to be rich, or to have. You know, like between the two of us, we got over a hundred Nintendo games. You know, during that time. Yeah. Like, did you? Did anybody listening know anyone with over a hundred Nintendo games? If you did that was the richest friend you knew, you know what I mean? Like you couldn't, cause those things cost like 40, 50 bucks a pop.
1: Yeah. The price is almost the same as the new games are today. Yeah.
0: It's, I mean, if you take inflation in, I think they were actually more expensive expensive at the time. Um, but, um, anyway, um, so I I've felt comfortable for 20 years or so living out of step with technology. Uh, that's not to say I've ever been anti-technology, I've always been into the internet. I've always been into, and, and when I say into the internet, I know that sounds retarded now. But, you know, 20 years ago, some people weren't on the internet yet. You know, not everyone had. Um, Most
1: people didn't grow up with a computer in their house that are of our age.
0: It was, um, it was, I don't know, close to 2010, not long before, you know, we got together and we got married, that I was with a couple friends who were like close friends that I grew up with. And I was playing them a band that they were really into and they were asking like to write it down because they wanted to go buy the album. And I was like, Well, you're not gonna find this in any stores. And they're like, Well then how do you get it? And I was like, Well, you know, tape trading. But uh I'm sure I said to them, I'm sure you guys could just download it from the internet or download it, and they both looked at me like, huh? And I said, you know, from the internet. And they went, Oh, okay. Huh? And then, uh, and and then eventually one of them said, "Oh, you mean like with a computer?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm sure you can find it, <laughs> you know, but uh, realizing oh, these guys don't. They've never really used the internet or computers." And then I guarantee you that within 5 years of that conversation, both of those brothers have had smartphones in their oh, pocket yeah. every day there since was, then.
1: I feel like there was a lot of people that never had a computer in their house that their first introduction to being able to surf the web was on a smartphone.
0: That was these brothers. Yeah, for sure.
1: A lot of really low income, you know, like they get their breakfast at Seven Eleven, like don't, don't work a job. Like, they got their Obama phones or whatever the, the Limbaugh says, you know, mm-hmm. like their free smartphones that came out, you know, mm-hmm. the people in my life before I met you would have been the same way. They would have never had internet or computer in their house. And I almost didn't. I didn't have internet in my own home until we moved in together when we'd been, after we'd been together for like a year. Yeah. And I was 27. Like that was way, that was late. Like that was two thousand and what, 10, 20, 10, 2009,
0: 10, 10, uh, when we, moved, we in, moved in together in 2009, before. but, yeah. uh, I, we might not have had internet the first few months, the
1: end of oh nine, Yeah. So we would have had, cause, yeah, cause micro...
0: back then that wasn't considered a necessity.
1: No, actually when we just plugged our TV into the cable out. Oh yeah. And yeah. Was, the
0: people before us didn't,
1: they didn't disconnect to the cable. Yeah. So we had, so like, we had cable regular cable <laughs> for, for a little while, which was also the first time I'd ever had cable in my own home, besides like in my family home.
0: That was that was kind of fun. I, you were saying, don't do it. Like, what's the point? You know, and I was just like, you never know. Oh, and you remember you, how
1: paranoid I was? You I was never like, know. they're oh, going to yeah, be yeah. able to tell that we're using it. And I'm like looking down the course. Like, like, like gonna...
0: We'll cross that bridge when it gets here. But for now, I think we just have free cable. And we did. And we did for a few months. And then they probably noticed it and cut it off or something. But, um, but yeah, so that... I mean, that time is is part of of this timeline leading up to me not having a smartphone as well of that. um, I've always been really into music, like with the tape trading and stuff, and it was around that time that I got my first digital audio player, and I got really into converting all my music into MP3 files and... um, with the help of someone else, I did get into some some downloading for a little while to 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 get because getting a tape onto MP3 did not sound that good. Um, same with seven inch records, you know, uh, stuff like that. But then uh, I kind of filled in some gaps by downloading a whole bunch of stuff and uh, expanded my music collection at that time as well. Um, but I got really into my Zune is what I had at the time.
1: Microsoft digital audio player, right? Uh,
0: but, yep. Yeah. Yep. It's like
1: an iPod. I mean, not a touch, but like an old iPod. It was like in, iPods, it was in for...
0: direct competition with the early iPods, yeah. and people thought you were a fucking retard if you had a Zune. Um, but it was what I had. It was like what I came across, and it was my first introduction into digital music, and I went hog wild with it, and I really enjoyed it. And I, when that thing went corrupt, I actually took it apart with a screwdriver and got like new memory for it and like fixed it, um, and all these other things. Eventually, it was stolen from from. Uh, I was at a concert, and I left my backpack on the back seat of my friend's minivan, and the window got smashed. I felt so horrible because the only thing they had was this backpack of mine, which had like like a bar
1: of soap and some dirty underwear. (laughs) I'd been,
0: I'd been gone for a few days. So there was like, yeah, some, some soap and some dirty underwear, maybe a dirty shirt. There was like half a bowl of weed of like shitty weed Mm -hmm. and maybe some papers (laughs) and, uh, And and the Zune and the Zune was the only thing that fucking mattered to me in there at all. And they took it. And then I bought an iPod, following that to replace it, which I was never that into.
1: And not an iPod touch, not an iPod iPod touch. It
0: was, it was an iPod classic, but it had a hundred and some gigs of space on it. And I went sweet. This won't be like the Zune where I, uh, that only had 30.
1: So you were like removing songs, putting new stuff. Whenever
0: I got new stuff, I had to take it off. So I had this hard drive that I was organizing all this music on and like, you know, put something new on. I had to take something old off and, um, I thought this iPod would, would solve all my problems. And it basically did. I didn't like it that well, but, but really it did solve my problems. And, uh, you could say when it comes down to it, that my lack of smartphone comes down to that. My iPod lasted a long time Yeah, because
1: iPod classic lasted until you were starting to listen to podcasts. right?
0: It lasted into 2020. It did. Yes. Oh, okay. And that's, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. that's a critical component here because if say if that thing had taken a shit on me in 2019 i probably would have evaluated the next step for my digital music collection and said yeah i'll just get a smartphone
1: we've had those conversations yeah here and there i,
0: I you know i wasn't like fuck those things they're tracking you know i was just it, my iPod worked i didn't my cell phone worked and my iPod worked and I didn't really see a need to, to, for to a marriage those, between those two things or
1: to, the, to add a camera and a calculator. Yeah. And, I didn't
0: need any of those things. All, you know, I got, yeah. I, I have a camera, I have a calculator, yeah. you know, like I just, I didn't see this like need for this all encompassing thing.
1: And also the price of it and, and the yeah. price of a monthly fee of it. That, I mean, mm, that's always going mm-hmm. to turn off to
0: me. Yeah. I might've ended up with like one that I didn't pay for a, for you know, or maybe I would have ended up like with, with a, what you, you would have. have ended up
1: with an iPod touch yeah know.
0: something something I don't know what I would have ended up with, but I would have crossed that line, but I didn't, and that thing still worked until well into twenty twenty and by mid March of twenty twenty okay we'll say mid April just in just in case when people started talking about contact tracers mm-hmm. when That was a serious talk that was going on. My mind completely switched from, I just haven't gotten around to getting a smartphone to, I will never ever have one of these trackers ever. Mm -hmm. And now I stand on that. That is, that's where I'm at. And I've never, I, I don't have anything to give up to get there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's created very few and far between issues for me. Like when I went to that Iron Maiden concert with my cousin,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, they didn't have printed tickets.
1: Your cousin didn't print the
0: tickets. My cousin didn't print the tickets before we left.
1: Because he had him on his he, smartphone. He
0: had him on his smartphone, but we had, we're sitting in different sections. So we had to get in separate lines, and he only has one phone, and I didn't have a phone, and the – it, it caused it caused a big issue, but that we were event I was able to go see the concert, but um, it. Uh,
1: they had to like get it, the manager.
0: Beyond that, I'm trying to think of any other time. Yeah, they did. They had to get the manager's manager, and they had to use a key to turn on an old machine to print me a single ticket. It was uh, it was interesting. But, but you're like
1: the only one who has that ticket stub. Yep, that's pretty rad.
0: I've have, I've have a I have a pretty cool. I don't know where it is. It's probably I probably ran it through the washing machine. But no, I put
1: it away. It's really keep saying Is box. it next
0: to my signed Bruce Dickinson t-shirt?
1: <laughs> no, I washed that and you can't see the signature anymore. I didn't know.
0: I, I'm not really that big an Iron <laughs> Maiden fan, uh listeners. I my, I have a cousin who's really into Iron Maiden, so therefore I have some cool Iron Maiden stuff. But um
1: Well, yeah, well, you should probably tell people what you replaced your broken iPod classic with.
0: And I replaced that with a with a digital audio player. Uh, it's called a Hi-Fi Walker. Is that right? Yeah. Hi-fi, Hi-Fi Walker.
1: H-I-Fi Walker.
0: Right. Um and uh I think I think it's marketed as like uh hey, you can take your music even when you go hiking. Yeah, and it's, and it's a got Walker. A huge. Yeah. He's
1: got a, it's got a huge amount of space in there, right?
0: Yeah, it's got a well it's got um oh, what do you call that? The SIM card, not a SIM card. Um Oh, yeah. SD card. SD card. So you SD card. A one. Yeah, I have one that's in there that's like 250 gigs, but you could replace it with whatever size mm-hmm. you can fit in there. And
1: so that's how you listen to podcasts at work.
0: Yep. I, oh. I wake up every morning. Like we said at the beginning of this, I'm on the internet every morning without fail because I start my morning by opening up my laptop and, uh, going through a list of podcasts that I subscribe to and on each one, downloading it and, uh, drag and drop it into a file. You know, like I make my own files on the thing. So, um, you know, I have false reality check is like a file and then in the morning I download their newest one and I just drop it into there and then, you know, I make subfolders inside of those. Sometimes it'll say old or archive so that I can, you know, only have one or two to choose from so I don't have, you know, a build up behind mm-hmm. me. But there's enough space that I also don't want to delete these things. Cause hey, might not be able to have the internet one of these days, and then it would be cool to have uh, all these hundreds of hours of podcasts to listen to. It's true. Um, oh. But.
1: <laughs> we should probably just say that our cat's being incredibly annoying right now.
0: Yeah, she's, she really she really wants in on this podcast, but she's she just doesn't have anything so to add to it.
1: She's just whining and purring.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. So, Okay. Now a couple other things that I want to touch on within this subject is um, uh, one is that you can i I don't think there's a way for me without making major sacrifices just like anyone listening who would be thinking about not having a smartphone that would probably be a major sacrifice for you
1: well because they're talking about giving up a smartphone
0: right now I Everything about me is data collected as it is without my smartphone.
1: Yeah, let's be realistic here.
0: I am not, I'm not better off than you. I mean, maybe I could make some, some arguments that like, well, I don't get constant notifications and well, the way that screen scrolls by might be a little hypnotizing. You know, I could make some stupid shit like that, but uh, what we're really talking about when people are talking about giving up their smartphone is giving up being data tracked and um, I am just as data tracked as, as everybody else. I mean, I guess I'm a step back cause yeah,
1: you are a step back because if you leave the house, it's not following you mm-hmm. now. I don't know how they can track our old phones that are, Oh, know, they might be able to, you know, there's probably to some point they can, I've watched enough special victims unit. They can triangulate <laughs> the area. Or whatever. I think they
0: lost that technology and it will be a painful process to build it back because <laughs> they just don't need that anymore. <laughs>
1: for sure. But you know, I have, so I don't have a smartphone, but I have a mirror. I have a black mirror device and mine doesn't track me, but it probably does. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I turn, I turn the Fi off when I leave, if I ever take it with me anywhere and I have it on airplane mode. And then I like, if we were to like go traveling and stay in a hotel, then I can connect to the hotel Wi Fi, mm-hmm. and it knows where I am there and it's connected, you know? It's like, I think no matter what we do, we're traced to some point, but I think the part of this that you're not, haven't really touched on is, is that idea of having this constant connection to everything and having that distraction. So like you never are laying in bed talking to me and then suddenly pull up something and look into the future or look into like a different existence. Like I'm never having a conversation with you in bed that you then suddenly look at a black mirror device Mm -hmm. and start reading about the war in, in Russia or whatever. Yeah. You never do that. If you are going to do that, you need to open the laptop and it's, it's an HP. So it takes like five minutes to like do its thing to get to the point where you can click the internet to open it. You know, it's like a, it's like a production. It's thought about, it's like for me, if my iPod is next to me on the, on the bed uh, bed stand and, and we're talking about something and that makes me wonder uh, what was the name of that actor in that one movie or whatever?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I might, without even really thinking about it, grab that and start trying to look that up.
0: Bam, you're and connected.
1: I think I'm not losing interest in our conversation, right? Yeah. Because I'm just on the side typing in the name we just talked about, waiting a second, and then glancing at it with, you know? But it totally takes away from the conversation. It totally does. And it, it like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you can tell when people are podcasting and they search something on their phone. And they think they're still talking, but it's like ends up being like uh, a longer, Uh like, you know what I mean? Uh You can kind of tell that they're Uh looking. And that's not bad. You know, sometimes I'm thankful they did because then they can say that one thing that they can't remember or whatever.
0: That's what I want to, I want to, you know play devil's advocate and say, well, what if they're adding to the conversation? What if everyone's a little bit stuck and they can't remember the name of that one economist? Uh, uh, what was his name? And it kind of stops the conversation. And then someone's like, Oh, Brian Kaplan, you know, or whatever, you know? Um, it's, um, I mean, I think that they can help further a conversation. I think, I think, you know, I hear sometimes about people, um, getting in some, some truth wars with people in real life and they talk about pulling out their phone and showing them. And, like, that seems kind of powerful. Although, I hope this isn't changing the subject too much. I fucking hate that shit.
1: No, that's this is the subject. I I do not like when someone points their phone at me and tells me to look at something.
0: When other. someone hands me their phone, and I'm I, I'm I'm that may make it sound like the truth shit pisses me off. No, no, <laughs> I'm probably actually stoked if you're trying to throw, lay some. It truth doesn't matter down
1: on the me. content. It doesn't matter the content.
0: But when people hand me their phones, I'm like oh yeah, okay, I want to I want to talk about this because it's I don't know maybe it's just. Me, maybe it's just fucking whatever. But I feel really weird. As someone who's never used a smartphone, right? I've never used a touchscreen device, basically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, when someone says, oh, don't you know about blank? Uh, let me show you. I'm thinking of one cousin in oh, particular. Yeah, that's I'm thinking of, too. Uh, I don't think we've ever been to a family meal before where he doesn't at some point hand or slide his phone over to me to show me something. And every time I'm kind of just like, I don't, I want to push it back. Like Uh, we could talk,
1: like, like he could talk in length about whatever video it is. Yeah. And I want to would, hear all about it, what, and that would be great. But to like turn the audio up on something in a room full of people who are just visiting and like hand you a screen, it's like literally telling you, take your consciousness out of this space, mm-hmm. move your spiritual body, in, you know, out of this room and stand there as a shell staring at a screen. Yeah. And, and so I, I find it rude to, to look at your phone when you're in a real conversation with people, but I, I, I might not notice it when somebody does it, you know, unless it's really distracting, but if someone hands it to me, that's different. That's really weird.
0: Well, and for one thing, it feels like it's a personal thing. So like that's I'm, that like, was I'm my looking problem. in someone's underwear. So when
1: I, w- when I was for sure, when I worked at the body shop, if I was in the front and like, I'm trying to help someone with the claim, I don't know. They, they, they emailed it to me here. And they would just like pull up their email and hand me their phone. Like there was so many reasons why I didn't want to touch that. Yeah. Like it felt, yeah, it was like a, it was a personal device. It felt like I wasn't supposed to, and maybe we're weirdos and that's not a thing Mm -hmm. because maybe people who have them and do that, just pass them around all the time. And it's not a big deal, but it did feel like I was going to touch it wrong and I was going to see something that I shouldn't see or, you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, I don't want to break anybody's shit for one thing. There's like a liability. Like, I'm like, I don't know. You don't hand the keys to a car over to a, a, you know, three-year-old either. Well, You know, you don't, you don't put them in the seat of a car that's running, Yeah. you know, like I'm, I'm a three-year-old when it comes to the phone, you know, like I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't, you know, I, it makes me feel uncomfortable, but you know what, there might be something a little bit deeper here that's, you know, this is just, just, uh, me spitballing. Um, but I get the same feeling. The most common way I'm handed a phone anymore is someone hands it to me for the flashlight. Oh, and, you know, like they either hand it to me and then say, can you turn on the light? And I have to say, I don't know how. Um, and then they do it and then hand it back to me. But you, it, whatever the case, like, I, you know, like I'm pointing this thing. I feel weird fucking holding this thing. Like, I feel like I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just my mind and I'm like, uh, I've rejected these things. So therefore, I don't want to be touching it. But could it be because I'm not in tune with the vibrations that are coming off of that thing? And Maybe because I've made declarations or feel certain ways about the thing, therefore I'm feeling the vibrations. Like, I mean, for one thing, like I think that everyone having a flashlight in their pocket is a great idea. Mm-hmm. I always have a pro- flashlight. Yeah, your in my
1: overalls. Pocket. You always have a nice pen-sized flashlight. In yes,
0: your pocket. and I I keep one in the car, and I keep I'm I've my whole life I've been the guy with the flashlight. Right.
1: That's kind of hot.
0: And and now. Uh, other people are handing me these fra- what I feel like is a fragile device to use a flashlight that I, I hold weird I don't know you hold a fucking flashlight with your fist yeah. you know it's not it's not hold a it
1: like you hold a dick
0: you hold it like <laughs> you f- like you're gonna jack that fucking thing off and make its light spray out all over the place um, and no
1: but yeah you hold a phone like this little square thing like you're kind of it it it's the way you're holding it isn't isn't conducive to the way you're directing the light right. I mean, unless that's what you unless this is always the flashlight you use, then you're probably used I, to. I'm
0: it. sure if I was uh, if I was young, I wouldn't think anything of it. You know what I mean? But I've got oh man, I've held a lot of flashlights in my <laughs> in my day, and a lot of other flashlight-shaped things like flashlights. <laughs>
1: and, and apparently, <laughs> I have some weird, deep-seated sexual relationship with flashlights I didn't know about.
0: Uh, but like, hey, we're learning about each other all the time. We're learning about that's ourselves. That's what this is all about. Um, But I I don't think if if I was young, you know, I would adapt to it, Um, you know, just as uh, my great grandpa maybe never felt comfortable holding a flashlight because what the fuck? There's no fire in this thing. I don't hold it from over top because yeah. he's used to a lantern. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going, what, I hold this thing like, like I'm holding a dick? What am I, <laughs> you know, like uh, these things look like dicks. Why would I want to use that to light my way? I would prefer a lantern because it looks like what should be lighting the place. Yeah. Um,
1: and if you're like talking like old timey spooky people in rich houses, then they've got the like candlestick in the little thing with the finger hole, you know? what what's the the candle holder where you, mm-hmm. you got your finger in it yeah there's a stick candle yeah what are those called i don't know, candle <laughs> stick holder
0: <laughs> uh, uh,
1: but yeah like i don't know anything that's not the normal thing that you're used to using that might be weird to you then, it might right? just be
0: that but i'm i'm telling you and not that i'm like that you know i'm not like some kind of intuitive person who, who i'm not psychic i i've never seen bigfoot um, I you know I've never I'm not particularly in tune with vibrational fields, and but I want to say I think there's something about the vibrations coming off those phones that uh, uh,
1: doesn't make so, me feel good. So I'm pretty em- uh, empathetic and I, I I sense energies and stuff empath. pretty well. I'm that's an empath. That's the word I right? was not thinking of. So I I. Uh, I I know. If I'm feeling vulnerable, there's no way I'm going to face that screen towards me. And even when I look at it, I hold it at a weird angle. So I think that I the camera isn't looking at my eyes. But I, I think it probably is because honestly, I think somehow that whole screen is a camera. Even though they say it's just a little dot at the top. I don't know. That's a weird conspiracy that I've got that I've never really worked out out loud. Um, but also, if that thing is turned on if the wi-fi is on on that if i stick it in my right pocket i feel this like tingly nerve pain like when your leg falls asleep and it's just waking back up mm-hmm. all through my thigh mm-hmm. where that's touching so i make it a point to like keep the wi-fi off if i ever have to put it in my pocket and i try not to ever carry it in my pocket if possible like if it's leaving with me it goes in a purse or a bag um it's just uh it's real. That shit's real. Like, yeah. the, the that energy exchange that you have with that uh-huh. is real, just like the energy exchange that you can't see that you have with people. And so if you're on that all day, you don't... Like, I feel a shitload better now that I'm not working uh, at the shop anymore where I'm on a computer a lot. I was on a computer and a phone a lot, ordering parts or writing estimates or calling places, you know, and just connected to that and looking at that light in the screen that's coming into my eyes, all of that. It's, um, it's tiring. I would like twitching around my eyes and like my neck would hurt and
0: I would just well, feel tired. Logic tells me that these things can't be good for us. The same logic though, mind you that should be coming from the tape decks that were playing the, t- the electromagnetic tapes. I was listening sure. to. Sure. And the radio same waves, right? radio waves, um, fucking all this shit, like none of that seems like it it could possibly be good for us, uh, and we've been around this for generations. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about 5G. We don't need to go into that. I'm sure anyone listening, you know, you're knows already, the, Yeah, you're already up on it. You're up on you're, it you're oh, up on to it. an extent. But you know, sometimes I look around, I look around, and I see, you know, like we were talking at the beginning, people, and no one's bored. Or you know maybe they're all bored, but anytime there's like the slightest lull in the momentum of life, people pull these phones out they have them in front of their faces. They're scrolling in a way which, I don't know. Look at the way that shit scrolls, man. I swear that's a, a hypnotic is. device. And
1: it just pulls you out of the mo- like.
0: And then and then you have and then you have these vibrations that are going on, and then people have their headphones in, which yeah. are on Bluetooth. Yeah. Which is another vibration. I don't know. It just seems like we're really being we're we're really bombarding ourselves and myself included. I'm not excluded from this by not partaking in it because I'm there, too. I'm next to these people. I'm
1: it's all around us all the time. It doesn't matter if we're consenting or not. Right. So I think the biggest point now, if people want to give up their smart device, when I hear people say that they want to do that, it's if you're going to do it. Probably needs to be because you feel that you're distracted by it in such a way where you feel like your life would maybe be better. You might be more productive without it. Yeah. So like, for instance, um, I'm never waiting in line somewhere with our kids where me and my eight year old are both on screens and the baby's just sitting there. But when I'm out in public, I see women on their phone waiting in a line while their kid is on a tablet watching or or on a phone type looking thing. Watching a video with the sound on, which I always think is rude, like just out in like at the grocery Indeed, store and it's just like you can hear these cartoons really loud or something.
0: I think it's rude, but granted, uh, in those in those old days of mine, I was all about, um, you know, tape decks and small boom boxes and things like that. And I loved like going to a bar and going all the way in the back, getting a, getting a pitcher of beer, going all the way in the back and then listening to my own music back there. (laughs) And it would piss everyone off. Yeah. But you know, you do it far enough back that the bartenders like aren't really aware, (laughs) you know, uh, Uh, you know, actually funny, 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 funny thing. Uh, towards the end of that, that era of my life. Uh, I remember my buddy that I've mentioned a few times now, he had a tape deck in his pocket that was like, you know, like, I don't know, Four inches tall and eight inches long, you know, like just like a small little thing. And uh, I don't think we were at a bar, but he, he like started playing something and like, I was like, oh yeah, that rules. Like, as soon as I heard it, but more than one person, like three or four people were like, whose phone is going off? Whose phone is that? <laughs> you know, this was still flip phone days. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No,
1: it's fine. It's just, it's a curious thing. Um, I think everybody, has a different relationship with their phone. You know, certain people, like we talked about my cousin already, that's like, he's like, you're talking to him, and all of a sudden he kind of like, you can see that a thought crossed, and he picks up his phone, and then you realize, oh, he's not listening. You're in the middle of a conversation, middle of a sentence, and he's just he, he not Lost listen- interest. He he thought of some- he's like, oh, birds, and then he's looking up if birds are real. No, I'm just kidding. He he, he wouldn't. He's not. He's not. He's guy. not like that. <laughs> yeah. He's really conventional. But um, no, but he would.
0: He would if I was talking about flat Earth, he would pull out his phone to show me a picture of Earth
1: and say, like, <laughs> see, look, look, this picture that NASA drew themselves <laughs> says that it's a round ball. So, um, I don't know. I think that we can't get through this whole podcast without saying that, um, how, how can you tell if you're in a room full of people, how can you tell which one doesn't have a smartphone?
0: I wouldn't notice. I don't, I don't tend to notice that people aren't using them. I don't think.
1: No, because there's some people who just don't use them like all the time.
0: I do notice people using them, Mm -hmm. but not always because it's so commonplace, but sometimes it just catches me, you know, and this has been going on for a long time too. Um, I remember a time when I was at the, the, the DMV getting my license renewed or something. And, um, I was, I freshly had a flip phone, um, and it was my first cell phone and it was like a long wait at the DMV Luckily, I got, I got super stoned before I went in, hmm. and I had my headphones on, and I remember just noticing that, like, holy shit, I'm the only person in here without my phone out. Um, and were they, like, flip phones? They were all flip phones. Everyone mm-hmm. was just, like, texting, and I, I pulled mine out. And I was like, I don't know, I guess trying to fit in.
1: <laughs> You're like, should I do this? And I, I,
0: I, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, I could text my friend. Like, I could text any number of people, hey, I'm at the DMV. but you know like i I don't know like i i I just looked at it and then i put it back in my pocket i was like i i I don't get what all these people are doing um it would have made more sense to me if i'd known they were all playing games but i don't think people played too many games no there weren't back then and but then those are around now half the people you see on their phone. Oh
1: yeah. Like candy crush or whatever is popular today. Yeah. Pussy crush (laughs) crushing pussy. Yeah.
0: Um, and, um, but then I think the majority of people though, I just assume the majority of people. Um, I'll say this. I've been to the movie theater a handful of times (laughs) in the last few years. And every time the people in front of me are on Facebook and Twitter, like throughout the movie. Oh yeah. Cause you can like see this because yeah, you're like at an
1: angle over their shoulder. Yeah. It's like a, it's, even if you don't want to see it's it, it's good yeah. auditorium
0: <laughs> yeah. seating. So like my knees are at their head so I can just see straight down onto their phone. And I, I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody playing a game, but I've seen many, many people all just being on, on basic social media. It's always social media. I can recognize at a glance.
1: So with that, um, it was a really bad setup, but I was trying to kind of get at this joke that I remember about veganism a long t- from a long time ago. Yeah. Are you familiar with that one?
0: I think I know where you're so going. So if I
1: say, um, so how can you tell what's, what is it? You say it.
0: How do you tell if someone's a vegan?
1: How do you tell if someone's a vegan?
0: Don't worry, they'll tell you within the first two minutes of meeting them.
1: Yes. So, how can you tell if somebody doesn't have a smartphone?
0: That was your set, oh, <laughs> and gosh. I did a
1: horrible job.
0: And here I am, like, oh well, oh, blah, blah, I blah, don't know. But
1: what I want to, what I mean is, like, it can sometimes feel like we're like bragging or something because people make a big deal out of it when they find out we don't have smartphones. Yeah. And I, and so I'm really quick to go like. But I have an iPod touch. I'm a normal person and I'm just as you know, bad or good off as anybody else is because it's not really that special. It's just a personal choice. And again, I say to anyone who wants to give up a smartphone, I don't know if I can help you. I don't know what that would be like.
0: I don't know if you should.
1: I feel like that would be, yeah, if you should, or if that would be hard, or maybe you should just, if you feel like you use it too much, you know, set parameters for yourself where you just say, I'm not going to pull it out when I'm at the store or whatever.
0: Really the bottom line is, is you can do everything that you do on your phone on the computer and and on a phone.
1: You just have to dedicate Um, a time to it. It's not as you're driving or when you're on the shitter or, you know.
0: Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's like, you know, I knew that joke was what you were going to tell as soon as I realized the, the vegan component, because I've talked about this with you before. Uh, and I don't, I almost don't want to say it cause I don't want to, I don't want to start a phrase, but I've, I've said, I feel like a tech tech vegan.
1: Yeah. Techno vegan.
0: Because, um, like I don't want to be that guy. I'm not bragging every vegan that you ever meet. Probably. Is bragging.
1: <laughs> that's probably not true either.
0: Uh, that's why I threw that probably in there. Is, but, but, but yeah,
1: there's. It's often when, especially when you're younger, you're in college, you're like, oh, I'm a vegan. I don't eat meat. I brought garden burgers to this. Can you save a spot on your grill without any meat on it?
0: Yeah, yeah, all that kind of shit. And I'm not. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be a techno vegan who's like. I show up at the party and I'm like, "Hey guys, I don't have my phone. I don't, or I don't have a phone. So, uh, do, is there a place uh, where we can put our flip phones? Uh, <laughs> because I, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a smartphone to put any place." You know
1: what's interesting though? It can kind of. I feel like we're forced into those situations sometimes, because there's a lot. That like we did some networking and we met some people from freedom cells and we, we made some new friends. And like during that time, it was a lot of, Oh, let me text you my number. And then like, I would get a text and it just looks like a bunch of boxes oh and I couldn't tell what it was. And it was like, they maybe had sent me like a picture of a business card yeah or like I would get something that was just boxes. And then it turns out they were trying to send me emojis Uh or like Adam from Deborah gets red pilled when we were. When he asked you to be on, start a show with him, um, I was asking him what kind of mic he uses. And he texted me a link to Amazon. And I was like, oh man, I already told him we don't have smartphones. And he said this anyway. I'm not going to say anything. So I just like held my tiny phone next to the laptop and one at a time typed in like a uh-huh. hundred. Like it was a long oh, ass URL. It was,
0: was it an Amazon URL? Oh, Amazon.com Like and like a like...
1: hundred different letters and not words, you know, yeah. and like just painstakingly put it in and it was wrong. And so I go in and I like check each letter to make sure. I'm, and I finally got it. And here we're talking on this microphone now, which I purchased, mm-hmm. but, but like I couldn't, you can't click on the link. Uh, people try to send me pictures. Oh, the worst one is when we're included when i'm included in a uh what's it called like a group text
0: group, group chat group text. S-
1: group text because then people respond to it so every person who responds i'm like half the people i don't even know because i don't have their n- numbers saved into my phone and i can't see any of them for some reason it's like and then like i'll get a message that says you know like michelle liked a text mm-hmm. and it's like uh, liked, liked it or something. And it's like, okay, I, I don't, like, I don't even know why my phone decides what I can and can't see from that. I,
0: I won't give out my number at my work or, you know, I give it out, but I don't, um, put it on the like list of phone numbers of like every employee's on there except for mine because they do that exact text, thing. Yeah. they you know, someone says, I need a shift covered, (laughs) you know, or whatever. And then like it ensues with like 20 people talking back and forth and my phone will go haywire and not be able to read any of it.
1: And so, yeah, often like if someone's trying to send a photo in one of those group texts, mine will keep trying to receive it, but like it can't and then it'll like eventually like get hot and then the battery dies. And I'm like, I don't want that because it's. I want this thing to last as long as possible because all I, I barely use it. I use it. You know, there's a few people that text me there and I'll respond. It takes a little while. Mine's, mine's one that you can slide up and then there's a tiny keyboard inside of it Or uh-huh. yours is just a flip phone with a regular, um, you know, 10 key or whatever. Yep. And um, so I can text and it's fine, but I'd rather not. And like a lot of people nowadays, they hit enter after a sentence and then so they'll text you they'll text you like three lines and each time hit enter in between it. And on, on a smart device, it just, it looks like a bloop, couple bloop, little bloop. bloop, bloop, bloop. But on mine, it's like, and then it like takes a second to load this, this next one. And then it'll start me from the bottom. So I have to like go out and then go back into the area and then like find the first one they sent yeah. and start reading it. And then like, by the time I get there, they're like sending <laughs> another text and it starts all over. Yeah, It's uh, it's just like, so oftentimes I say, Hey, You know, we don't, I don't have a smartphone. So if you could email that to me, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And people are like, Oh, you know, so some people are like, Oh, you don't have a smartphone. And then it makes me feel like that techno vegan at the party that wants to tell you about their, that they don't have a smartphone or the vegan at the party that wants to tell you about their garden burgers that they brought Mm -hmm. or impossible, whatever. But like, it's just part of what it is. And I'd rather have an email. And then I find it's really seems to be hard for people to want to, to want some people, a lot of people to want to communicate through email. Yeah, it's it, like a hassle for them to open. It's becoming more
0: of a hassle every day, it seems.
1: But I do like if you have an Apple device, you have iMessenger. So if I I on my on my iPad and my iPod, I can send a text to someone who has an iPhone. So so like I'll be like, well, if you have an iDevice, like we we can text, and then those people can kind of forget that I don't have a smartphone. It's just that if I'm out and about, they can't text me there. Like that's hard for my mom, like we'll text back and forth in that area, but then she can't understand she's that she's not calling my phone when she'll call that. And it'll be like a voice call coming through like FaceTime or whatever. Sure. And I don't understand what's going on or how to whatever. And
0: she's not even meaning to do that. No. Just... And she
1: doesn't understand too. Like, I'm like, I'm going to the grocery store. But then she'll be texting me and then I'll get home and I'll have all these, things. where are you? Why aren't you answering my text? Well, it's cause I'm at the store and I don't have Wi-Fi. So you have to text my phone number or call that phone number, you know? And, yeah. she, but she's like in her seventies. So she, she she's, doesn't, she it's a lost cause. It's just, it is what it is. She's way more techie than me. Cause she's had a smartphone for years now. It's uh, it's, it's been awkward at times trying to, to tell people how is better to communicate. Um, because sometimes people can make it awkward.
0: Yeah. The most awkward thing I ever get is, um, it, it's basically someone being like, oh, but don't you know that smartphones are good? Oh you know, yeah. Don't you know yeah, that they're convenient? To, oh and yeah. It's you like,
1: know, you, you can do this and then they try to show you. It's like, screen. yeah,
0: yeah. No, I, I, mean, I, I know that they're convenient, you know, or whatever, like whatever it is that you have to say it. Like I'm, I'm aware. I'm not, I'm not unaware of smartphones. You know, it's, it's like when you talk to someone about. I don't know, fucking anarchism or something. And they're like, but who will build the roads? You know, yeah. it's like, it's like, oh, you think I haven't thought about fucking roads? You know, you know, yeah, I don't know, whatever you think I, you think I don't realize that everybody else has these or whatever.
1: Right. And there's also been times where I felt like the people were like a little bit annoyed yeah. um, that we didn't have a phone. And like, maybe they, it's somewhere in the back of their mind, think that phones are evil because they know that they're tracking devices yeah. and we say we don't have one. They're like, Oh, you think you're better than me? <laughs> no. Kind of a situation. No.
0: And you know what? I, I'm going to use that to kind of segue to the last thing I wanted to touch on with this. And then I, then I think I'd like to wrap it up on this particular subject. Yeah. Uh, but that is uh, something you and me talk about a lot uh, is what we call the concept of one foot and <clears throat> one foot in and one foot out of the matrix. And when we say matrix, we're not talking about the movie specifically, although it could be a scenario like that, but just the matrix of society, the, the, the,
1: uh, yeah.
0: the, the reality the agreed upon reality, the agreed upon reality that we're, we're all living in, uh, you and I try and find ways that we have one foot in and one foot out, um, whether that be make some plans based on the moon calendar instead of the yeah. instead of the the standard mm-hmm. calendar or i don't know just different ways to try and try and separate ourselves um from this reality construct that we all live in you know refer back to episode 2 i think when we uh, everything is fake was the name of it oh yeah um uh we we kind of go real real deep on on you know like this whole what we consider this matrix to be Uh, and you know, it wasn't until thinking about phones, um, this week that I, I, you know, something really smacked me in the face with all of this is that, uh, I'm always looking for a way to have one foot in and one foot out. And yet I don't have a fucking smartphone. Well, shit, I got one foot that's always out. Yeah. Like right there I do. And yet, and, and, and this comes, this, this, this ties it all together with the, data collection and everything else that like, you can't get away from this stuff every day. I feel that I am too stuck in this matrix. Like, I mean, I don't always do like that makes it sound gloomy, but I, I always feel that I should be farther outside of this matrix. If I were being my true conscious self, like, and, and, and yet I've taken a, I I, not taken, but I've, I'm in a step where my foot is always dragging on the outside, yet I still feel the need to make plans based on the moon calendar to feel a little more disconnected from this society.
1: For sure, sure. Like,
0: I think, you know, stepping out of the matrix is a little bit easier than it seems like, but it's also maybe totally impossible to completely step outside of, with the caveat that I always put when I talk about that, which is uh, the Ted Kaczynski route of total self-reliance and isolation.
1: And I think that's honestly getting harder and harder. And especially if you start, like I'm listening to Atlanta Freeland's stuff as I'm working with a group of people to try to get her to come and speak here in Bellingham. And she talks about like the the geo fence or whatever she calls it, where it's like the, whatever they're spraying and the harp stuff and the injections and the what's in our food and water is like all part of the network. Yeah, that's, and that's that's part they can of it see too. anything that they want to from satellite. And I'm not sure where I stand on all of that yet. It's something I'm just kind of taking in.
0: We can't get away from data collection. I mean, again. For, for all intents and purposes, without going out and isolating, we yeah. can't get away from data collection. We can't um, we can't get away from chemicals. Mm-hmm. You can change your diet in every positive direction you possibly can, uh, but you're still we're still subjected to our skies.
1: And, yeah, I was gonna say even if you grew everything that you consumed yourself, you're still getting sprayed from above. Mm-hmm. by you're God Getting God sprayed knows from what.
0: above and. You know, you're, I don't know. There's just, there's no way to avoid poison. There's no way to avoid vibrations. We can't, we cannot avoid the 5g vibrations again without going all the way out into nowhere.
1: But this isn't a black pill. No, This, this is just, that's okay. That's what it is. But what, what they can't control is my spirit and my soul and what's in me. And then what I choose to do on a daily basis to make me feel okay with living in this reality, that's where I win. Yes. And so I win because I baked my own sourdough bread by with good organic einkorn flour. And I win because I'm still eating fermented carrots and jalapenos that we grew in our garden. Yes. And I win because I had a baby in my own house. And I win because I, you know, you could just continue to go on and on. What do you we, we what do? We win you do? all
0: over the place. But... I guess the reason that I'm bringing it up isn't, isn't to be black pilled at all, but I guess I want to say if there's anybody who's listening, who is feeling inspired by this to get rid of their smartphone, um, it's it, you, whatever reason you would want to do that. I kind of think it's a grass. The It's a syndrome of the grass is green, greener on the other side. And then whenever you get there, it's still the same grass. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know like you you can say i want to step out of the matrix i'm going to i'm going to get rid of my smartphone and you do and you adjust and you're cool and then you're still in the matrix
1: right uh, and, and, and so if it, if it means like setting limits by how many times you pick it up and look at it or getting a watch, a regular ass watch, not an Apple watch, uh-huh. but a watch. So you can see the time without having to pick up your phone and look at your screen, just because picking up your phone and looking at your screen to see what time it is can easily lead to then, Oh, I have a notification or, Oh, I should look up that one thing or I should scroll on Instagram. Oh yeah,
0: or- See, I fall for that trap too. Like I, I kind of mentioned it earlier. If I'm home, for the day and I'm working on a project and I can't figure out how to do a specific thing that I got to do. So I look up a video on YouTube. I'm also going to check my email and my Twitter. And if I ever have access to Instagram again,
1: <laughs> you got or if banned. I, or if
0: I ever get on telegram or, you know, like I'm going to check all those things like each time, like, uh, it's a, it's a little trap and, but that's me coming in off my tractor and onto the computer. Yeah. Uh, which uh,
1: if you had a smartphone, you might be on your tractor I, I looking definitely at your phone. would. I well, definitely at least you would be to change to a new podcast or a different song. Yeah. And then that could lead you into like just scrolling something for a minute. And the next thing you know, it's like kind of like zombie stuff. Like people are standing in the same place for a really long time staring at the screen when uh. maybe it was just supposed to be a second that they checked to see if it was dinner time yet. Yeah. And next thing that, you know, they're just it's five minutes later and they're just standing there. They're not present in the reality that we are in here.
0: That just triggered me to think of the worst time I could think of myself using a phone, okay. using a smartphone. Yeah. It's so when I'm working and I'm working hard and I'm outside, especially in the summer. Beautiful day. I take breaks throughout the day where I will get to a piece of shade and I will prop up, usually sit down next to a tree and I sit back and I look at the mountain, I look at the clouds or the chemtrails, Hmm. uh, the sun. I watch sunrises. Um, I, I look for the moon every single day. I do all these things on these breaks that I take. And if I basically I'm saying, I look at the sky on my breaks. It's like, that's my hobby. Now (laughs) Right. is looking at the sky. And if I, as, as I was thinking of the idea of being on the tractor and, and, you know, changing podcasts, but then glancing at the, at the, at the Twitter feed, you know, um, I would probably start looking literally down at my screen instead of up at the sky, which I've been particularly deep into for the last year or two years. Um, but I 100% feel that my spiritual growth that i have felt over the last 2 years has come from my eyes looking up at the skies.
1: Right. And then being here and being present and as, like being as well as to your too. ancestors and yes. like all of that that comes with it. Yeah. You know, there's been some people that i've witnessed again with meeting these groups through freedom cells initially and and now kind of it's its own thing. Like met some really great people and some of them have really good relationships with their smartphone. You know, it's like it's used like a cell phone they, oh, I need to call, I need to see if our daughter has called. And they'll run back to their car to grab it. It's not in their pocket, right? Or then another girl that I know, she often leaves it at home when she comes to any event. So it's not tracking her there, you know?
0: It is absolutely true that all of our Agora markets, all of the things that we've done with our Freedom Cell and expansion of that, whatever we call it today, um, I don't think I've ever been annoyed by someone looking at their phone in any of those times.
1: Right. Right. Well, yeah,
0: for the most part.
1: For the most part.
0: I mean, maybe, but at least not annoyed. I'm not saying that I don't yeah. see it.
1: No, there's there's times where I feel like it's been inappropriate, um, but it's not, it's not any different than the real world, and it's a lot less than the
0: real world. It's that's that's my key though. Here is, like I say, I I ignore this and don't notice it ninety nine point nine percent of the time. But. I do notice it on that rare occasion that I'm in a public place and there's some downtime for somebody Um, like a restaurant. There we go. You go to a restaurant today. Not that we really do that, but in the (laughs) last 10 years and uh, take a look around while you're waiting for your food. Like you and me have done this many a time and we realize, holy shit from fucking five-year-olds to 80-year-olds that are in here. We are the only people talking. Yeah. We are the only people without our fucking...
1: With our heads our, up. Our,
0: our spine yeah. <laughs> curved over with our heads pointing down and looking at our phones, which are probably lying flat on the table, and they're, you know just and doing their thing. We're making
1: eye contact with each other. We're facing each other. We're talking about things. We're observing things around us. We're watching the wait staff or the way things are being cooked in the kitchen or, you know.
0: There's been there's been a handful of times where I've observed we're literally the only people and often the only exception to that is young couples like in love, like you know, first date kind of shit. Yeah. I don't think people so much have their phone out the whole time. Hopefully not. Um because we 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 would see, you know, people that would piss us off because it's like look at how in love they are that's so And
1: you know talking about like it being a crutch like I'm just totally ignoring you to it being like a crutch like like how smoking was for me you know uh, where you like look at it because you're nervous yeah I feel like masks are like that for younger people right now too like they're gonna put the mask on because they're nervous so even if they're told not to anymore and it's not about a virus or anything it's just them kind of covering themselves and then they can look at their phone and they can have their face covered and it's like they're not really there and I for the first time the other day I went to Whole Foods I know I'm sorry but I went to Whole Foods
0: Jeff Bezos, thanks you.
1: Yeah. And I walk inside and the first thing I see is these two young people's gazing into each other's eyes in the like bulk section, you know, like a ways away from me. And they fucking kissed each other through their masks. Oh god. That <laughs> is so weird. Oh, Jesus I was Christ. like, get a room. Like, I don't know, that's like some kind of weird fetishes stuff like I oh yeah well they've
0: had that on Pornhub for years of
1: course it's like, uh, <laughs> it's gone
0: down it's gone down That's in popularity a, since 2020 it,
1: initially had a really sharp rise and then now <laughs> yeah, since then yeah. it's, it's gone down yeah
0: number one category in 2018 <laughs> I remember
1: though. Monica and Brad on the propaganda report talking a lot about that when this started it's she was kept saying like that the new kink was going to be like cough on me oh yeah 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 <laughs> or masked sex well i think we should wrap it up babe yes we should
0: i think this has been a good talk i hope i didn't i hope neither of us came off as uh uh in any way you know snobby or intolerant i i mean i don't think we could have possibly come off as such i guess i should rather instead of uh saying that i want to say thanks for listening well enough that you know our position on this and that we're not some fucking snobs about it
1: yeah and i guess like people who don't know us well yet need to know like we we believe wholeheartedly both of us and individually that anyone should always do what they think they should do and we you can listen to our opinion but and by no means should you misunderstand that what we're saying is what we think other people should do
0: absolutely
1: like, I do not care if you have a phone or if you don't, but if you want to talk to me about it and you want to talk to me about the psychology about it and you want to talk to me about how it affects you and what your pros and cons are, I love to have those conversations.
0: Or if you want to know what I do to get my podcasts, you know, like I, you know, I mean, it might sound cr- sound weird. It sounds weird to me that anybody would need an explanation of it for me, who I consider myself to be like retarded in the world of tech.
1: Low tech for sure. Uh,
0: but. Um, I think some people go, well, if I get rid of my smartphone, how will I listen to podcasts?
1: Oh yeah. Uh, If you have those kind of questions, I'm I'm sure I could, I'm
0: sure I could help you through it. Um, you know, I don't know what the right path for each individual would be, but, but
1: we can share what we've done and that could be a, you know, something that leads you to something that might be right for you.
0: Yeah. It's largely, you know, you find, you find the, the RSS feeds of, of individual podcasts. You have to, you know, everything takes a little more thought. And that's kind of like, like, ta- like the tape trading Just like the tape trading, huh? Great minds think alike. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Two
1: minds think alike. That's what our son says.
0: <laughs> I think there's a little more to it when you have to look for the podcast that you want as opposed to type it into a search bar, see it's there, hit follow. Is that what subscribe? you put, Subscribe, whatever it is. And then it's done. And then it automatically downloads into your thing. And you may or may not ever listen to that podcast. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, I, I have to... I have to get an inkling that this is a good idea to check out this podcast. I have to hold on to that thought probably all the way to the next morning. Mm -hmm. And then I have to search for that podcast and, um, you know, do my own thing for, for me to be able to find it and get it. And there are certain things that I cut off from, too. If there's anybody who podcasts solely on Spotify, I'm pretty much cut off from that. I can listen to it at my computer, but that's not how I listen to podcasts. So, I, so you I, can't get those on I can't, your not I machine. can't get that on my thing. Uh, same with Rockfin Audio. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I, I subscribe to Rockfin and watch videos there sometimes. I don't use it as much as I'd like to. Um, but I, always, I kept saying last summer that I'll use it more in the winter, mm-hmm. and I haven't used it we anymore it over the winter. Yeah. Um,
1: it's just hard to find time to sit down and with the tv and do it
0: and there's a bunch of people on there with like audio I, I wish i could just take the audio off of anything any video from rockfin and put it onto my i don't DLP. know
1: and maybe there's some way to do that we just don't know yet so hey, if, if you, you know more if about you rockfin, know more
0: about this stuff. than we do i like i said i'm technical retard over here there's been
1: a lot of stuff that we've wanted to check out that we just haven't been able to
0: um so yeah please please if you have anything to say to us or ask us write to us at the world as it is today at protonmail.com we love we love hearing from you guys it's uh, it really makes our day and if you are are have questions about any of the stuff we've talked about or you have any suggestions for us we want to hear it
1: yeah so we we uh, we love getting emails and we have our we all have almost 100 followers or subscribers or whatever on Instagram on the world as it is today now so come uh, like us there if you want, and you can message us there as well. Um, check out our t-shirts. So uh, the, I have the link in the description here to our Teespring store. It's the Greener Postures Teespring store. And so I've got all those conspiracy shirts. We've got um, the World As It Is Today shirts, and we also have some new um, Preserving Today shirts for my YouTube channel um, shirts and bags and mugs, so that's some cool stuff for fermenting and canning. So,
0: and also be sure to check out Deborah gets red pilled and into the apocalypse. Uh, one RSS feed there. Uh, me and Adam have been having some really cool shows lately. We're on cryptids month, so we've been talking Mothman. We've been talking Bigfoot. We've been having a great time over there. Deborah has joined us for a couple of these. Midnight Mike from OBDM, who's uh, like a a podcasting hero of mine, actually came on and talked to me and Adam and Deborah, and uh, talked about Hollow Earth and Bigfoot and erotic, uh, Bigfoot erotica (laughs) novelizations. Um,
1: Uh, Oh yeah, they've been really good episodes. It's
0: it's been an awesome month over there. So be sure to check out Deborah gets red pilled.
1: Yeah, and uh, stay in touch, everybody. Until next time, this was the world as it is today.